Is he getting strong right before our eyes? <laughs> PB, PVD, ho, ho, horror. Ho, ho. So I'll start us off, Josh. You can go next, and then Brandon. You all right, Josh? Yeah, I'm ready. You still with us? Yeah, I'm ready. <laughs> I'm like falling asleep over here. All right, ready? Hey, what's going on, everybody? This is Dave. This is Joshua. And this is Brandon. And you're now tuned in to PBD Horror. And you're now tuned in to PBD Horror. Hi, this is Brad Greenquist from the original Pet Cemetery, and you are listening to PVD Horror. Garbage Day! Huh? No! Ho, ho, ho. Nice little holiday fucking special. <laughs> I tried to be as upbeat as possible, and then Josh like, and hey, this is Joshua. <laughs> Dude, I got the vid, all right? Fucking guy. That's going in the episode. <laughs> I got the fucking vid. All right, so let's start this fucking holiday season off right. Well, we've been in the holiday season for a while now, but this is our holiday PVD horror special. And today we're going to get into some horror news. It's not really some stock and stuffers that I really fucking want this year. So I'm, I'm going to try to give these films to Josh. So uh, Jonah had texted me the other day and he had to let me know because he knows that I'm a big fan of the Wrong Turn franchise, you know. Oh, so, boy. Yeah. I so he, he sent me the poster art for the uh, for the new reboot. And I'm just looking at the artwork and I'm like, man, what the fuck is this? This looked really cheesy. Have you guys seen it? I didn't see the poster. I saw the uh, trailer. Yeah. So the trailer came. Oh, it, was, it was all over, dude. Yeah. So I checked <laughs> Josh, the trailer out. <laughs> it was all over, dude. <laughs> and that's the thing. And that's the thing about that franchise that I like. You know what I mean? It just turned into like a straight to DVD franchise over the years after the first main film and now it just seems like i don't i don't know what the hell they're trying to do with this film it's it's like they're trying to take it serious and then it's yeah. like it's like you know what i mean it's there's too much going on like josh said it was all over the place i was not a fan of the trailer but we will see when the film releases how it actually is does it hold up to some of the the bad sequels that i love I don't know. We'll see. But yeah. yeah, I found myself doing the like scrolling to find like wait for the trailer to start picking up a little bit because yeah. it was uh, pretty boring. So yeah. that did not make me want to see it. And that's the thing. Like that franchise, it was just like the cheesy, the cheesiness of it and the kills that just put it, yeah. it all together for me. And I enjoyed it. But this one, it looks like they're trying to take it serious. So I'm not sure. Boo. <laughs> <laughs> Like oh, new Santa Jaws, let's take it seriously. Oh, shit. seriously? <laughs> also, fucking Blumhouse is set to remake The Exorcist. What do you guys think about that? Oh, finally, we get a we get a good version <laughs> of The Exorcist. Oh, finally, <laughs> dude, I've we, been waiting my whole life. If there's one movie I thought that they could make better, it was The Exorcist, right? <laughs> what are they thinking? Oh, man, I'm, didn't they just come out with I'm the extended sure. version like, like two years ago or something? Or like ten years ago? But yeah. Ten years ago, <laughs> I think it was a long time ago, wasn't it? I kind of remember yeah. going to the theater to see the unra- the uh, extended version, but yeah, I don't. This is unneeded. I don't know. Yeah, these are two fucking stocking stuffers. These are the gifts that you look at and you're just like on Christmas Day, yeah. like I don't like this. Like, you, do you know me as a person? Because I do not like these. <laughs> I feel like when you go to remake a movie like The Exorcist, you are just asking for people to 
be highly opinionated against you and to not give you a chance because it's like what they did with black Christmas, which we'll talk about later. But, um, you know, they, they picked a movie that has this really strong following and people aren't really wanting to see those movies remade. The originals hold up. So yeah, I don't know. Not, not pleased with that one. No. So we just, we kept horror news short this week. So we're just going to cap it off with those two films. And we're going to move into some Christmas specials. Now, uh, the first Christmas special, we have the Creep Show Holiday Special uh, that was um, on Shudder. Yeah. Did you guys check that out? I did, yep. yep. What did, you, what did you think about that? Josh, did you see it? Uh, well, I had it on, but uh, then my son and I found there was a new Tremors. So we're going to be rocking and rolling <laughs> with that as soon as we're done. So that's, that's where the, that got turned off immediately for the Tremors news. Now, did you like it, Dave? So yeah, I had a good time with it. Um, I I thought it was uh, it was fun. I actually, you know, so I think there was a couple of things I liked about it. The um, it was definitely like a different take. Like I've never seen anybody like mesh in werewolf uh, or liken um, mythology into a Santa story. So I thought thought that was kind of cool. The Santa yeah. was absolutely nuts um, looking and evil so that was kind of cool and i thought the actors were actually pretty likable like the main guy and the the main girl in it yeah i I like them so it it kept me interested it was you know and short too so it's like you know an hour and you're done or not even an hour all right so that was a positive take on creep show holiday (laughs) Um, go ahead brandon (laughs) well i think it, it just took too long to take off for me you know what i mean and it's it was just too much back and forth of a bunch of bullshit like how he was kind of lost, not knowing what was going on, and then having bones and shit found in his shit. <laughs> so <laughs> it, it was just too much. And then when the action came and they all morphed into it, yeah, it was a good time. And all the sadness came flying in the room. It was uh, that was cool. But then like the end, like when the girl wanted wanted to make that wish, and then it's like fucking little Yachty comes onto the screen. <laughs> like, what the fuck is funny. going on here? Why the fuck is little Yachty on this fucking creep show? special people and, talk about Lil yachty these days i feel like I, know, I don't even know what he's is he around still i don't That's know person? <laughs> yeah yeah josh <laughs> is that a person <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's a rapper josh so uh like i said yeah so for me it was okay. It wasn't something like, oh my God, I'll watch again. You know, it's not, that's not going to happen for me. Oh, so man. I'm going to have to pass on that. But I was, was, was going to ask you to make a pact with me, Brandon, that we were going to promise each other we would watch that every Christmas. <laughs> a Christmas pact. Oh, oh my God. You could chill with little stash. Little stash. <laughs> what? <laughs> oh, that was my, my daughter's ex boyfriend. He was a rapper. <laughs> What the fuck? Okay. <laughs> <A> little fast. <laughs> He's from Coventry, isn't he? Coventry yeah, rapper. From. That's what I named him. He, he tried to grow a mustache. Oh, was like, all right. Was, I was like, yo, little stash. Get the fuck out of my little house. <laughs> Get out of my house. <laughs> oh, that's the all one right. that ran down the street, Brandon. <laughs> all right. You remember that one. <laughs> I remember him. Hey, Brandon. So, I mean, let me ask you, though, like, in all honesty. Yeah. This this new creep show series that's been on Shutter. I mean, are you a fan of it overall? Not really. Yeah. Not really. I'm not gonna lie. When it first came on, you know, you know what I mean? I I like what they're doing, you know, and that they're, they're, they're taking, you know, an old film that we all love and then turn it into something that maybe some of these younger kids and the new 
generation alike, you know, and just doing something positive with it. But overall, I can't really say that I really liked it. Let me see. Probably the episode when the little girl had the, the dollhouse. Yeah, that was like the first episode. Yeah. yeah, I thought that was creative. And then Kid Cudi was in an episode with like Big Boy. It was also like a werewolf one. And it was like kind of like the Nazi war. Like those are all right. But other than that, I've never, I haven't been in tuned into the whole series. Yeah, you? yeah I, I agree. I, I wasn't like super blown away with any of the episodes. There's a couple that like were okay, but overall. So like, I actually, you know, I found the, the two specials they've done so far to be a little bit better than their extra episodes, their normal episodes. Yeah. So I think that was kind of, you know, one of the reasons why I enjoyed this was I thought they did a better job than some of the regular episodes. But yeah, so I'll probably go back and check out some of the other episodes that I missed from the first season. Yeah. It's worth a shot. Yep. So let's move on to the next Christmas special, which was Joe Bob Saves Christmas. That was also on Shudder. And he showed some like really cool movies, you know. So we had Deadly Games and uh, Christmas Evil. Yeah. Now, are you guys big fans of those films? That was my uh, first time watch for uh, Deadly Games. Okay. And I was definitely a fan after watching it. Yep. Um, and Christmas Evil, I'll talk about that later. But yeah, also also a fan of that. So that was good. What about yeah. you? Uh, Christmas Evil, I liked. Uh, I got the DVD somewhere yeah. in my collection. It's a, it's a classic. Um, and the other one, I don't recall. Like, it sounds familiar, but I don't yeah. remember. It couldn't have been that good if I don't remember it. It's like uh, Home so Alone, Josh. It's, it's yeah. like, oh, I didn't uh, see it, but I was... I, oh, that's the one I, I've been waiting to see. What was the name of it? It's also called Dial Code Santa Claus. Dial, Dial Code Santa Claus. Or Deadly Games, yeah. Deadly, Deadly Games. Games. That's the uh, Home Alone, the horror version that yeah. came out yeah. a couple of years ago, and I never got to see it, so there you go. I've been waiting to see that one, actually. No, so. no. Oh, no, Josh, you're thinking of Better Watch Out. Yeah. What? You're thinking of Better Watch Out. Oh. Yeah, this is like an older French film. Yeah. Yeah, it sounds familiar then. Yeah, uh, so it, was- it, it sounds familiar, so yeah. I may or may not have seen it. Uh, why guys messing with me like that? <laughs> well, for everyone that's tuned in right now, Josh might be a little off today because you know, <laughs> uh, Chuckles the Clown passed over the coronavirus to our buddy. So, uh, you know, he's still rehabbing right now. So he's out of tune a little bit. So <laughs> <laughs> you can make up excuses all you want. <laughs> that's all right. I got you. I got you back. <laughs> Thanks, guys. Yeah, yeah, that's 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 why I don't know what the fuck I'm talking about. Yeah, totally. <laughs> yeah, I got the coronavirus <laughs> affecting my brain cells. <laughs> yeah, so um, back to like the Joe Bob special, you know. I mean, I was able to watch that with the kids and my girlfriend, and um, it was it was a good night, you know. And then I kind of was like, able to explain to my kids like how I used to watch Joe Bob on Monster Vision a long time ago with my grandmother when I was a kid, and so it was cool, you know. What I mean doing the drive-in totals and everything like that with the kids. And so it was, it was a good time. They have fun, deadly games. They liked it. It was just, you know, that was kind of one of their first foreign films. So it was just like, what is going on? <laughs> but they liked it, you know, with the whole grandpa, like the kid <laughs> grabbing the yeah. grandpa. Let's go. Grandpa. <laughs> like, what the hell? I was just waiting for that grandpa to die. Oh Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But what was it that your boy, the killer, he looked like fucking Zach Alvernakis. <laughs> yeah, 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 he did. He really did. Oh, my God. That scene where he's spraying himself with the uh, like he's spraying his hair to turn it white. Oh, my God. 
That scene is great. He is crazy. Men white. <laughs> yeah, he is crazy. Nah, it was a good movie. So uh, for sure. Yeah. Also, um, I'm not sure if everybody knows that you know how he, like Joe Bob had the uh, QVC style setup for the for the special. Well, like like the numbers came in. A lot of those things were auctioned off on eBay, and he yeah. totaled up uh, 44k for uh, charity. So it went to a few a few places. So that was cool. I was able to see that. That came up on my feed, and I was like, wow. I didn't, I don't. I didn't think it was like serious. I didn't think it was like really like selling that shit. I looked up, um, you know, the uh, vinyl he he was selling for, um, I forget what the guy's name is, Anonis or whatever from um, uh, Slumber Party Massacre 2. Yeah. How that guy had a vinyl record. I looked yeah. that up on eBay and it was selling for over a grand. Yeah. And it said it was from Joe Bob. So it, that was up there, Ooh. which is cool. Yeah. yeah we, we'd like to thank Joe Bob for donating to uh, Brandon's, perfe- what is it, peripheral va- vascular disease? Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> that was cool. uh, my girlfriend reached out to Joe Bob and she kind of let him know, like, we're big fans and everything like that. And, uh, you know, we also, myself and Dave are healthcare workers. And so he gave us a shout out for PBD horror. So it was pretty cool. Yeah, you know? That was awesome. That was pretty awesome. Does everybody know that I'm your client? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I handle your therapy and Brandon uh, handles your behavior management. We're getting paid overtime right now on the podcast. (laughs) Yeah, so so that wraps it up for the Christmas specials. Awesome. All right, so this is our Christmas episode. So what we wanted to do is we wanted to start breaking down some of our favorite Christmas horror movies. Uh, So we were going to do our top five in no like particular order. Um, But Josh, why don't you start us off with your first pick of your favorite Christmas horror? All right. Uh, first pick, top five, hands down, Santa's sleigh. All right. All right. Brandon, what do you got? What do you got as your first? I'm going to roll with uh, Black Christmas, uh, 74. Nice. I didn't, I didn't want to step on your toes and pick your favorite 2019 remake. You know? <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, that's a that's a good pick, man. That's a good pick. Um, yeah. You know, I, and I don't think any of us put this on our list, but also um, it wouldn't even be close to the top, but it, I could I could make a spot for it somewhere on the bottom of the list of the 06 remake. Mm. Um, I yeah. do find that one to be fun. It's probably yeah. more of like a so bad it's good, actually, but it's it's a fun movie. Yeah. I'm still allergic to remakes. Have you seen that one, Josh, the 06 remake? No, I watched the original and I refuse to watch anything after that. It's like you said, why make a remake? If yeah, no, people, totally. I get you know it. What I mean? All right. So for my uh, my first pick, I was going to pick the movie Silent Night, Deadly Night, which um, obviously a super popular one. For this time of the year, uh, you're going to hear, you know, quotes of the, from this movie all the time. Punish, punish. Um, you know, th- so what stands out to me about this film and why I really enjoy it is it is like it just highlights like trauma. So mm-hmm. like it's so in your face, like this kid just has traumatic experience after traumatic experience, um, whether it's, you know, seeing you know, murder or, you know, uh, the abuse when he, from the nuns, it, he was in like a convent or something like that. I forget exactly uh, what the the school was, but like, you know, this kid just dealt with trauma and then it kind of like formed into this like rage as he got older. And um, it's brutal. It's like, it does, it, there's like no forgiving in this movie. Um, it doesn't hold back at all. And I can totally understand why this was probably so controversial at the time. Um I have the DVD I have at the end of it. It shows Roger Ebert 
uh, Siskel and Ebert reviewing this movie and just talking about how vile it is. Um, but that just kind of like totally makes it better in my opinion. The fact that they gave it that review. Are you guys fans of this film? Yeah, I liked it. I liked it a lot. Uh, I have not seen it in many, many a year. Yeah. Let me tell you. So, I mean, I, I definitely saw it later in life, but I still had it like, obviously I still had a pretty good appreciation for it. And it's been one of those ones that I, I take out every year around this time. I usually try to watch it on Christmas day after I have all like warm and fuzzies with my family. I like to watch something that makes me uh, think of murder. So this is, <laughs> this is my pick. <laughs> murder. But yeah, warm so that's my first pick. That's all right. pick. I liked it. I like that. It's a good pick. Thanks. Thanks. Yeah, that was a good one, Dave. I'll give you props on that. Thanks man. Um, my second pick what I do, Goldberg, Jewish, Santa, and then Gremlins, you know, Santa's sleigh. We went into that uh, on our last podcast or the podcast before that. And Gremlins, hands down, one of my favorite all-time Christmas movies. Yeah, for sure. That's a classic, classic, classic film. I think that made yeah. all of our lists. Uh, you know what? My kids uh, actually like it. So it's cool that I can... Yeah, they're not big horror fans, so it's cool that I can at least watch something with them. You know, it, it, that's a good point, Josh, because uh, I think as a kid, you know, I watched this over and over and over, and I wanted Gizmo as a pet. I thought Gizmo was real. Uh, I'll never forget one Christmas, I got Gizmo, a stuffed animal Gizmo, and I had the biggest temper tantrum because I thought it was going to be a real Gizmo. Um, <laughs> And that was dev- that was probably more devastating to me than finding out Santa Claus wasn't real. Um, so yeah, that and it's so funny because I never thought of it as horror until like more recently it started yeah. to get like brought up in like the you know conversations about horror movies. But it totally is because those things yeah. are evil. Yeah, it's a great film. Um, like I said before, you know, I grew up seeing the sequel first before the original yeah so i was i was able to go back and watch the the original and i'm like holy shit like i I definitely like this one better because the second one was just all over the place yeah but yeah i like the the christmas theme that they have with everything rolling with it like you said i also wanted a gizmo and i have like a gizmo now like one of those fake ones and i'm looking at i'm like fuck you like how come you're not real (laughs) he's close though we all wanted a Mogwai. I'll take a strike though now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. All right, so moving to my second choice is the 2016 film, Better Watch Out. You know, uh, it was a cool film for its time, you know, right after the whole uh, Netflix, uh, was it the Babysitter film? So they both came all around the same time. And so after I was like, oh, that's a cool film, The Babysitter. And then you know, Better Watch Out came out. And so it just kind of had that same feel to it. But this one just was more Christmas themed. And so, you know, this film has a lot of good twists and turns in it. And it just keeps you like thinking like, holy shit, like what's going on? Like all the way until the end. And uh, yeah, it's definitely one of those films. I thought Joe Bob would definitely pick it this year for his uh, Christmas special since it was streaming on Shutter, But he didn't. And I'm kind of glad he didn't because I enjoyed the two films that he did play. Yeah. But what did you guys think about this film? You've seen it before, right? Yeah. Yeah. I, um, I, we know that Josh didn't, obviously. Um, from our conversation earlier, but um, I enjoyed it a lot. Um, I like the little the twist. Mm-hmm. Um, that kid is oh my god! I want to beat yeah. the shit out of that kid. Yeah. Um, the whole movie, just like he has such a punchable face. Um, yep. <laughs> but that makes it that made you like like the movie. I feel like because you want yeah. him, you want something to turn wrong for him because mm-hmm. it seems like he has so much control in so many different uh, scenes of the movie. So. 
to me, I feel like if the movie can make me hate a character that much, it's, you know, that says something about the movie. Yeah, definitely. So yeah, good pick, good pick for sure. And you know what, like this, this one, just seeing like how many times I've seen it reposted this year, this is one I feel like where people are going to be talking about each year, like Mm -hmm. in the, in the theme of this kind of conversation of like yearly Christmas movies, everyone breaks out. Yeah. So uh, my my second pick, this is one that obviously uh, Brandon already mentioned, but also the Black Christmas uh, 74 film. Um, I really, I just find it super creepy. I love the person, the dead person in the attic scene when they like kind of give that reveal. It's definitely a slow burn. So it's funny. We have one of our followers uh, that's been following us for years, Irivan. Um, she always like <laughs> makes jokes about how she doesn't like this. And when uh, she actually, we asked people's, what was it, Brandon? Worst, like most least liked uh, Christmas horror. Yep. And she picked this one, and I got we got so many messages of people like, "What? <laughs> like, what is wrong with that?" But you know, it's just her opinion. And then we have you know other followers uh, talking to Amber. Always brings up how much she loves this film. So I mean, I guess those slow burns can kind of go that way. But uh, I yeah. really enjoy this film. That's a good pick, Dave. Way to go! I did it all by myself. <laughs> <laughs> My third pick was Chainsaw Sally. That came out in 2004. It's a little different uh, than it's not your typical Christmas movie. It just uh, takes place in Christmas. Uh, Chainsaw Sally's parents, uh, her dad, played by none other than uh, Gunnar Hansen, uh, got killed on Christmas. So, you know, fast forward where she's an adult and that trauma uh, leads her and her brother to be absolutely insane. And she runs out. Uh, with a chainsaw and starts hacking up people. It, I highly recommend this film. It's such an underground film, but Gunnar Hansen was all over it. Uh, loved the idea. Um, wanted to actually put it in the chainsaw kind of family, but it just didn't work out that way to do a licensing. Um, Herschel Gordon Lewis made an appearance in it. The guy that made it was uh, Jimmy Burrell. Awesome, awesome guy. Just such a cool, like, cool underrated movie uh chainsaw sally such an awesome character so out there the kills are really awesome the story's great obviously it's got a shoestring budget but it's such a good good film so i take it you guys haven't seen it uh i saw a poster of it once (laughs) it's on my old netflix queue like when like dvds were actually like shipped around so yeah i it got lost i think it got lost in the mail (laughs) yeah i don't believe that for a second (laughs) But uh, I, I would, I would highly recommend this one. Um, you guys, uh, I know you guys are into the slasher films, and this one, uh, it's a highly underrated slasher. It's very psychological, uh, but still bloody as fuck, mm-hmm. and it's got an awesome lead character. I wish they had done more. Chainsaw Sally, they did a, I think, a underground TV show or something once or something. But I wish they had used this character in more films. So yeah, I remember you had posted that like uh, a few years ago, and it had got a good turnout. You know, a lot yeah. of people loved the film, and I even think the director or um, the writer had posted a comment to us or like messaged us also. Yeah. So yeah, yeah I'll, that was I'll, uh, I'll, one I'll, of 
That was Check one of out. our first uh, horror icon throwdowns, I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Put her up against uh, Marie from High Tension. Obviously, Marie was so popular at that time, like, and no one knows Chainsaw Sally really. But that's how I ended up talking to that guy Jimmy too on Instagram or something through uh, my Hard Depot page. So that he he was really cool and really grateful. So it was kind of cool. Nice, cool, man. Josh, great pick, dude. Are you just saying that, Dave? Because I no, say no, man. <laughs> I can't give you I can't give you a compliment as well. (laughs) All right. So my next choice is uh Santa's sleigh. We had talked about that already. That was one of Josh's picks, and we had talked about it on our previous podcast, but yeah, it's definitely a great film. Hallmark Hara. Hallmark Hara. (laughs) (laughs) I'm gonna stop my own lane and stop making horror movies for Hallmark. You know what I mean? The old middle-aged women (laughs) to watch. You do Hallmark, I'm going to do Lifetime movies. Ah, man. What the fuck was Lifetime doing? They had recently just fucking made a, like, Kentucky Fried Chicken short movie. It made fucking Mario Lopez as fucking Colonel Sanders. Oh, my God. What the fuck is this? Mario Lopez. I can't can't stand that, dude. Was that one of your first creations, Dave? No. (laughs) <laughs> Mario Lopez wouldn't be in any of my movies. I don't like that dude. Hey, Lifetime been putting out some good horror movies. Uh, I'm not gonna lie. Yeah, Rabid Grannies. No, it was uh, Psycho <laughs> Grandma, something like that. Uh, they also did uh, Stalker's Prey. The second one came out at the beginning of this year. Wait, was that, was was that a woman? Uh, no, that was a crazy guy who uh, killed somebody and took over his identity, <laughs> and then stalked like you know a solid seven on the scale and uh, tried to get with her and. Like fed her mom to a shark and all kinds of shit. It's wow! Crazy. Wow! You feed her to Santa Joe's. <laughs> hey, that's coming up later. All right. Okay. All right. So, Brandon, also a good pick, dude. Yeah. Um, all right. So my third pick. Uh, this is a little bit unconventional, uh, but I picked all the all through the house skit from um, Tales from the Crypt. And mm-hmm. in all honesty, I could have put in either the the television version um, from the series or the the movie uh version so have you guys seen like the version from the movie from the tales from the crypt movie back from what yeah i don't know yeah that came out it looks like a 70s but like that one was awesome and i also love the the television show version as well i think the television show version of that was um with the crazy santa trying to break into the house after the wife kills her husband i think the television version santa was like creep like crazier looking and um, it was a little bit more campy. Yeah. Um, the old one from the movie, I, I also really liked. I thought the woman was did a good job of just playing kind of like that desperation she's feeling as she's being stalked. And that Santa looked a little bit more like a regular person. Um, but I thought it was also still really effective. But I just love that. Like, it's such like a short like story, but it's like, you know, you just it's action packed and it's just you got to love it because this per- person does this evil deed and now they're, be- they're paying for it as this crazy psycho. And we have no idea why he's there trying to kill her. It's not really explained. Um, just is going nuts trying to get at her. But yeah, I, lo- I love that skit. So like I said, either the television version or the movie version, it's, I just think it's a great one. Yeah, you can't go wrong with either one. Sweet. Nice. Good old fashioned tales from the crypt, Dave. I like it. Yeah. I didn't know we were doing TV shows too, guys. I, like I said, it could have been like the movie or the TV show, whatever. Not that I'm a big horror TV show guy, but it was a cool uh, slasher Santa in one of the uh, American Horror Stories series. I know. Oh, that's right. Actually, I forgot about that episode, but that episode was pretty. Uh, that was the Asylum one, right? 
Yeah, I'll tell you that whole season, Jump the Shark, there was like eight million stories at once, but the Santa was fucking badass, dude. Yeah, that, that Santa was cool. I he was pretty killer. That. Yep. Mm-hmm. So uh, that that brings me to what? My fourth one, right? Yep. Uh, that would be Jack Frost. Um, Classic. Uh, you, you know what? Uh, when Jack Frost first came out, everybody gave us some slack. I remember everybody was like, oh, it's snowman, so stupid. And of course, I fell in love right away, right? The uh, And you, you got to think... Uh, Oh God! The girl that was in the shower um, wasn't that Elizabeth? Yeah, something I forgot her name. Oh my God! And she, the girl from American Pie. Yeah, she became super popular yeah. after that. Um, Who won it? Shannon Elizabeth, American Pie. Was it Shannon Elizabeth? Right. That's what it was. The um, yeah, man. So she gets raped by a snowman in the shower, and all of a sudden she's like everywhere. Was she? Um, raped? Yeah, yeah. Jackson's reaper in the show. I think she enjoyed that, Josh. I think we watched the wrong, not the same. (laughs) I don't think we watched the same one. Um, Yeah, when Tim Allen has sex with her, right? (laughs) (laughs) That was terrible. Um, But what a good movie. Like, uh, killer going awry, gets, you know, chemically treated to become a snowman and uh, just fucking such a crazy outlandish movie. The second one was just as good. Uh, in fact, I, 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 the second one went so overboard. I, I just recently posted it as a so bad it's good uh, just because of the little snowball babies. So the, I think the first and the second one really go together and they should definitely be seen together. So that was you, actually, my- you actually did it as a slept on, and I was wondering if you meant to do it as a so bad it's good, but uh, either way, I mean, they're enjoyable movies, so I, yeah. it is slept on. I don't think anyone ever talks about the second one, um, but like the first one always gets mentioned, so I could, I could definitely uh, see it in that realm, which is a shame because uh, the second one he goes to the tropical island and like it's a, it's a killer snowman on a tropical island, like what's better than that, you know. Uh, and especially all the little snowball babies start ripping people up. It's just, it's fucking insanity. And uh, no one talks about it enough. Like you hear some, some underground people always talk about Jack Frost every year, but the second one, in my opinion, was a little more campy and a lot more fun. Yeah. Uh, so to speak than the first one. So there you go. All right. So here's a, here's a little fact. When that film first came out, I had got like I had rented it on uh, Netflix, like when they did the DVDs, and I meant to rent the Jack Frost with Michael Keaton in it. <laughs> and I got that, and I'm like, "Oh, hold on, wait, wait, wait what's this?" <laughs> like, all right, this is not bad. This is not bad. And uh, yeah, I enjoy that film. It was a good pick, Josh. It definitely brought that memory back up. <laughs> Fucking wrong film, but it's kind of like a wrong turn. But you know, I liked it. Not bad. Oh, I said Tim Allen, but it was Michael Key, and Tim Allen was yeah. Santa Claus. You were getting it mixed up with Santa Claus. Yeah, my bad. My bad. <laughs> you know what, Dave? I totally glossed over it because, uh, you know, it's okay. I don't want to point out, you know, your stupidity and your mistakes. So, <laughs> oh, shit. <There> you go. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Not like you point out my mistakes all the time. Okay, all right. Oh, Josh, Josh got COVID and, he, and he's, he's not playing games today. Wow, all right. <laughs> understood, Josh, understood. Get me thrown out of the library, mister. Get me wow. thrown out of my fucking sanctuary, you bitch. <laughs> all right. Oh, man. That was rough, Dave. I'm sorry. It's okay. All right, so 
let's jump into my next film, which is uh, Silent Night, the 2012 loosely remake film of uh, Silent Night, Deadly Night. I When I first watched that film, when it first came out, I thought it was a cool film. You know, it was something different. Uh, it was dark and it had some good kills in it. And so that's always stuck out to me. I know a lot of people probably hate on the film and don't don't like it, but when it comes to that fucking wood chipper, like how can you go wrong <laughs> with that kill, you know? Yeah. So what do you guys think about that? Have you seen that film before? You let me borrow it. Um uh, or you had burned it for me or something like that. And you know, it came out around the same time as the My Bloody Valentine remake, I think. And it just kind of reminded me of those movies. Um, you know, the like weird effects that they did back then in like the early 2000s with those films. But I, I enjoyed it. It was, like you said, it was dark. It was gory. Mm-hmm. It was a flamethrower or whatever. Um, was it Malcolm McDowell's in that? And Jamie yeah. King who yep. was in like every horror movie for a little while. Um, yeah, I think that was a, that was a fun film. And I, I don't hear too many people talk about it in general, Never mind like whether they talk bad about it or not. So yeah, it's unfortunate. The the mask itself is cool. Yeah, like, like fucking Santa Claus with a fucking flamethrower. Come on, yeah, and black eyes. Yeah, it's it's creepy. I'm uh I'm glad you you said that. Uh, I did a Silent Night Deadly Night marathon due to Dave's uh post, so that one was next on the list. But I was like, man, eh, it's a remake. I don't know if I really want to watch it. So if you guys both endorse it, yeah, I guess I'll give it a whirl. Like Brandon said, loosely based remake, so it's not like anything like the like uh, Silent Night, Deadly Night, the original. I think you would like right, it cool. because it's just like a fucking crazy ass slasher. Santa's out just fucking killing people. Like if you like Santa's Slay, then I think that you enjoy this film. It's like a darker yeah. Santa Slay. If you well, like Lifetime movies, <laughs> you like this. Dave's got a movie for you. Well, <laughs> isn't that uh, just like Don't Open Till Christmas where the guy had, because I looked at, when I looked at it on uh, Tubi, um, the mask reminded me of the movie I had just watched mm-hmm. with um, Dave's other suggestion. And uh, that guy had the same Santa mask. You know what I mean? Yeah. So that's what I was thinking. I was like, oh, it's like a remake of that. So, Yeah. All right. All right. Uh, my fourth pick was nothing that we haven't already said before. So my pick was Gremlins. Um, I think we already pretty much captured our thoughts about that. So we can move right on to Josh's fifth pick. Well, uh, my fifth pick for the Christmas movie would be Santa Jaws, which I went into depth on that in a prior podcast. I think it was like episode five or something like that. I don't, I don't remember. Yeah, it's about a shark who comes to life when the kid writes it and he's a Santa shark and the kills are absolutely crazy. So definitely check that out. Okay, nice. Uh, Yeah, so just like Dave, my fifth pick was Gremlin. So we don't need to go into that. We already talked about that. All three of us, huh? Damn. Yeah, it was on all of our lists. I, I think that's pretty appropriate considering how much of a classic that is. Um, All right. So, yeah, I'll finish off with my last pick, which was the 1980 film Christmas Evil. Uh, Brandon, you mentioned how Joe Bob played this the other night. So I had already seen it before, but I revisited it again after what um, Joe Bob had played it. And pretty cool uh, fact about that movie. Not that it matters at all, but uh, Joe Bob played it into midnight um, from Friday into Saturday. So when it turned midnight, it was 
December 12th, which is my birthday, but it was also at the actor from Christmas Evil, uh, Brandon, I'm probably going to say his last name wrong. Um, it's like Magart or something like that, but it was also his birthday too, which was pretty cool. And interesting fact about him, he is also Fiona Apple's dad, which we also learned from Joe Bob that night, which was also pretty cool. Yeah. Um, I don't know. This is like, you know, the first time I watched it, I don't think I appreciated it as much as the second time around, but it really is like watching, a, it's like a character development film, like watching this guy who's like starts off as this odd and quirky, just like slowly evolve into what he wants to become, which is Santa Claus. And I love like these little elements of him, like watching kids as they're naughty or they're doing nice deeds and he runs into his home and like starts writing in his book. Oh, it's so funny. Impure thoughts. It's like when, it, when he sees a girl like playing with her doll, he goes home and he writes just a darling. But yeah, it's, it was, I don't know. I just found it super interesting if you like watching character development and just, yeah, he, the guy is just like super convincing as far as his role of this like oddball, like want to be Santa Claus creep that ends up taking things too far, clearly. So I just, mm-hmm. I loved that film. I really did. And I don't think I realized how much I loved it until I watched it a couple more times. But I, I definitely um, would endorse that film and tell people to watch it. I think uh, hearing Roger Water, Roger Waters, um, not Waters, what's his name? Yeah, you know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Watching his, like hearing about his endorsement of that film and how he was able to kind of like give it a second revival was, you know, pretty telling too. Because I, I think he, you know, him being a big Child's Play fan and stuff like that, I think he he has a good eye for for like the quirkiness and things. So I think that kind of tells a little bit. But what are, you, what are you guys' thoughts about this film? Yeah, it was a great film. You know, just like like the same thing you touched on, like how he just so adamant on becoming the, the killer and doing all the things that he was doing. It was just it was just cool to watch. Um, I haven't watched it in a long time. So like watching it on the Joe Bob, kind of cool. Just like, all right, yeah, I remember this movie. Because it was like when I had watched the first time, it was like years ago. So it was kind of good to just kind of just replay that film back. Definitely a film that you can just add to that Christmas list every year. Yeah. Has all the Christmas feels to it. Uh, I meant to say John Waters too. I said Roger Waters from Pink Floyd, which obviously not the same person. But yeah. <laughs> that's the thing. It's like because once you say something, it's like I know what you're talking about. Then it's just like, hold on, wait a minute. Wait, wait. <laughs> John? Is that the name? Twice um, in the in the same episode, Dave. I know. Jeez. Um, actually, um, this guy again. <laughs> I drink. I'm drinking too much spiked eggnog right now, so. <laughs> Sorry. We're, we're bad at the thousand. COVID eggnog? Yeah. <laughs> I got this uh, gingerbread Captain Morgan's that I put in my eggnog, and it's delicious. Yeah. So no, yeah. no beer suggestions today from me. So anyway, uh, great film, Dave. The uh, I will say this is a, a slow burn, and you definitely, like you said, have to like the character development and be into psychological films more so than like action I think it was my brother I sat down with years and years ago and tried to watch it and he hated it. He could barely get through it. He likes a lot of action horror. And this for me was, uh, it was a pretty good one uh, because it, it does build pretty nicely and I'm, I'm big into story. I also like character development and, you know, things like that. I like to see things I haven't seen before. So when he starts really going crazy with the Santa, it was like, what the fuck? So good, good pick on this one. Awesome. All right, so that wraps up our favorite films. Uh, We wanted to take a few minutes and just cover some of our honorable mentions. 
So uh, these aren't like per, like movies that we necessarily feel like are great ones. It's just ones we want to like recommend to give a watch, maybe underrated, so bad it's good, or just ones that you know we want to share some thoughts on. Um, so Josh, you want to start us off on what your first honorable mention was? Yeah. So this one, uh, not really. It's more sci-fi, uh, old school uh, from 1964. Santa Claus conquers the Martians. It's a pretty unique story. Like Martians don't have Christmas and stuff and they come down and kidnap Santa and a couple of kids uh, jump on the rocket and stuff. And it's, you know, that rock, that 1960s race to space kind of feel where everything like was, Oh, let's, it has to have a rocket. And the Martians were green and, and hokey and had the big antennas and stuff. And it was Santa goes up and through the love of Christmas, all the Martians are like, you're so great, Santa. And they, <laughs> they just send them back and everybody's happy, go lucky. It's like a 1960s thing. But it was um, it was kind of billed and geared uh, towards, obviously, kids in the 60s. But later on, it became legendary in the horror circle for some reason. Hmm. Uh, mainly because a lot of the horror fans were fans of the 50s and 60s, like uh, sci-fi. And it just... It, it struck out to me, uh, or it struck out to me. It didn't strike out. It, it sh- stuck out to me when I first watched it. I really liked it. And guess what they're remaking next year? Uh, Christmas Evil. Nope. <laughs> <This film laughs> Santa Claus Conquers the Martians. Oh, oh, oh. Sorry, I wasn't oh, following you, you there. Just... <laughs> uh, <laughs> Dave. Yeah, so when you, when you say Santa Claus versus the Martians, like, I in my head I just picture Santa Claus like fighting like the fucking space invaders <laughs> that nineties movie. Yeah. Like I'm like, what the fuck? So Santa Claus conquers the Martians. Like yeah, the, yeah. you did it again, man. You did it again when, when these films that just stand out and you just kinda of scratch your head like what the hell is this? But hey, we'll have to check it out if they're gonna remake it again, you know? This was um I saw this somewhere recently and I'm trying to remember where exactly it was, but somebody Someone has brought this up, and it is on Tubi. Santa Claus Conquers the Martians is on Tubi? Yep. No way. I got the DVD. I didn't know it was a thing. Look, I'm getting so excited. I'm going to make my family sit through it. Um, We're all on lockdown. I get off the lockdown on Christmas Eve, but they do not until January 5th. So you're saying so long, suckers, as you leave the house. (laughs) Santa Claus Conquers the Martians. (laughs) Oh, there it is. Yeah. Oh, you know what? Mystery <laughs> Science Theater did it. That's why everybody remembers it. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. And it, like I said, it was one of those, like, when you, when you hear the title and you think of the 60s films, you instantly think Santa Claus is going to Mars and whooping some ass, you know? Uh, but that's not well, really what it was because he's Santa and he loves everybody. If, if you really want to go down a rabbit hole, uh, look at... Santa Claus conquers the Martians and then look at the recommend the recommendations after that. And all these different like Santa Claus movies that look from the sixties look absolutely bizarre, but I kind of want to watch them all. Santa's Christmas circus. <laughs> Santa and the ice cream bunny. Come on. Oh, I got to watch all these anyways. All right. Good job, Josh. Thank you very much. Um, I actually am definitely thinking about checking that out as uh, sounds pretty nuts. Oh, God. So, Brandon, what do you got, man? All right. So, 
For my honorable mention, I'm going to have to roll with a film that you stole from me that I was going to choose <laughs> my fucking uh, streaming Sunday pick. I'm um, have to roll with Don't Open Until Christmas, which is a 1984 British slasher. Uh, it's definitely a cool movie. You know what I mean? It's like you have this guy just going around fucking killing people that's dressed up as Santa. When you go back and watch it now, it's just like this dude was not sneaky. Like if like if, if I was, <laughs> was taking a sneaky. piss, if I was taking a piss and somebody tried to come fucking slice my dick off with a fucking switchblade, like <laughs> like you would get hurt. Like, you just fucking like cut his shit off. He's like, like, no, don't do it. <laughs> It's like slow motion. <laughs> but yeah, it was just like some of the cheesiest kills, but it's just like, it's you know, hey, like, you know, Santa's got to die. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah. So you can watch that film. It's streaming on, uh, it's on YouTube. Yeah. So uh, if you want to watch that for free, go ahead, check it out. Yeah. I actually, I watched it a couple of years ago when we were doing the, when I used to do those holiday fear countdowns. Yep. So that's how I, I I watched it on YouTube too. And I was kind of like blown away that I hadn't really heard about it before. Cause I was like, this is actually entertaining. Um, I really enjoyed it. And it was by the producers of pieces. So obviously it's a very different film from pieces, but there's still like elements of like the, the kill scenes and stuff that I feel like kind of, you know, kind of carry over from that, but good pick Brandon. So anyway, here's a question. Cool. What was up with the end of that movie? Like the killer Santa, had the girl right at the end and was it the detective gets blown up and that was the end. Like the killer's still out there. Why didn't they yeah. make another one? I wish we could tell you, Josh, like no, no closure on that film. I was very upset. I want to see the fucking Santa get slaughtered. I heard it's coming out in 2021, buddy. Yeah, and the girl <laughs> never got until away. Christmas too. <laughs> <laughs> dun, dun, dun. Santa's Gee, I hope die. they make a remake of that. Yeah. No. Don't do it. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So, all right. My first honorable mention is uh, the Silent Night, Deadly Night series going from sequel number two to five. Um, so everyone's seen two. If you haven't seen two, you've probably at least heard the line garbage day as he shoots uh, the guy uh, taking out his trash. It's the best thing in, I've ever seen in a movie. That That sequel, though, is ridiculously like... it's i don't even know how that movie got made because it's essentially part one um just with clips of him recalling events from part one (laughs) mixed in with a couple of new scenes uh, of like things he does it's it's probably like 60 percent part one 40 percent a new movie um so it's absolutely insane it reminds me of like the friday the 13th movies how they always start with the the, uh entry prior but it's like if they just Mm -hmm continue to show the entry prior throughout the whole movie (laughs) Um, absolutely crazy but he is nuts he is like so cheesy but it's like so fun to watch that sequel i think is is kind of like stands out on his own um part three is bill mosley as as the guy from part two ricky but he looks nothing like him (laughs) like not even close he (laughs) now has no top of his head so his brain is exposed um, and he's wearing some kind of like medical thing to like keep his brain <laughs> covered with like some, and there's some liquid in there. And he has this like connection to a blind girl, which, um, you know, nothing against anybody who does not have eyesight, but like 
it's really tough to make a horror movie with a blind person, I find. Like, I just have not seen a good horror movie with someone who's blind. I don't know if you guys can think of one, but like The Hills Have Eyes 2 is probably the worst movie I've ever seen. Um, and the lead character is blind in there and she's getting chased, but there's no tension because she doesn't know Bird where they box. are. Bird box. Oh, good call. All right, never mind. I take that back. You go blind people. So yeah, um, part three, I don't know. I, I liked it, but it was like, you know, it was the last one that they did that actually connected to the main stories. And then four and five have nothing to do with the, the main ones. Um, four is about a cult that I, I don't even know how to explain it, Josh. I made you watch it. So do you have an explanation of what this cult is about or why they exist? Dave, I was watching this thing and I was like, what the fuck is happening through the whole thing? There's like this and, crazy bug that comes out yeah, that they like well, put in her. First off, the third one, I got to say, she was like, she revived him with her psychic abilities and all through the movie, her even at the end, her grandmother's like, use your power of light, use your power of light. And then she hits him with a fucking stick. And I'm like, that's that your power. Stick. Like, that's your, yeah. Well, I got this magic stick, like not a lightsaber, just a fucking <laughs> stick. And she hits him and that's the end. Like, what the fuck? He just got shot, gets up, you hit him with a stick and he's dead. Yeah. Complete waste of my time on that one. Part oh, I four, wouldn't say that, uh, Josh. Come on. Yeah, well, the, he looked cool. Like, Bill, Bill mostly looked cool with the weird head, and the killing was cool. But then, like, I, I was like, what the fuck is this? Yeah, she's blind. She's supposed to have these powers. Where are they? And they totally glossed over it at the end. Um, there's, a, there's a few people in that film from Twin Peaks. So anybody that's a fan of Twin Peaks will recognize Leo. And one of oh, um, the... The owner of the lot, the lodge that they stay in, I can't remember uh, the family's name, but he's also in that one. That, so I, I don't know what kind of connection there is to Twin Peaks uh, for part three. So Josh, talk, talk about the, part did four. Did you see part three? A while ago. Do you remember it being good or bad? I have to run it back. I don't remember it being. If you can't bad. remember it, it wasn't good. What about part four? Did you see that one? Uh, part four, yeah, I seen part four. Dude, right. what? What the fuck was going on through the whole movie? I had no idea. Dude, it was made just for you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I, I didn't understand the bugs. and But it wasn't the bugs. It was a cult. And then they spontaneously combust. Like, what, what the mm-hmm. fuck is happening yeah. here? So, anyway, Dave. Yeah. Uh, and then topping it off with part five, which was my favorite out of the three through five sequels, uh, The Toy Maker. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I, I thought this one was super funny and entertaining uh what is the kid's name josh toby no uh no uh pino pino (laughs) and you know what that takes off of uh pinocchio yeah yeah so all right so silent night deadly night five um the toy maker my favorite entry from the last three of these films it just found it to be fun it was funny Pino was this amazing uh, character who Josh just told me uh, the name is obviously a rip on Pinocchio, which I didn't even think of in the moment. I just kept laughing at his name, Pino. Uh, It's not Penis, Steve. (laughs) No, I wasn't even thinking that. It's just a funny ass name. Um, But (laughs) dude, we're going to get hate mail from blind people and people named Pino. (laughs) (laughs) So yeah, I don't know. This one was, was fun. It was campy. 
definitely worth checking out. I'm going to say overall, I don't care what you say, Josh, the whole Silent Night, Deadly Night uh, franchise is worth watching. Don't expect them to be good movies. They're entertaining. They're cheesy. They're fun. <laughs> Watch them. Josh, what do you? What would your overall uh, vote be on that? Uh, well, part five was good. Uh, part part two, I didn't particularly enjoy. Part three, I didn't particularly enjoy. Part four, I didn't like it all. Uh, but part five, I love the toys. I love the killer toys. I thoroughly enjoyed that because uh, I used to try to make my toys kill people. You know, make pretend. Obviously, I wasn't skilled enough to make them. And then uh, the end was just super campy, but very funny um, with Mr. Pino. So <laughs> I, I really, I like this one. Uh, I thought it was highly entertaining. So part five was probably the the best of all the sequels. Nice. Now that's the one that had Mickey Rooney, right? And uh, yeah. Clint Howard. Yeah. So Clint, uh, Clint Howard was in both of uh, four and five. Yeah. He had a bigger role in four, but he was, he has a little appearance in five. And then, yeah, Mickey Rooney plays the toy maker. Um, and then he dresses as Santa in the end. And as he, but it's <laughs> yeah. actually Pino. Oh, I, I, I will say uh, I did not understand the guy stalking the family for a while. Mm. And then it, he, it turns out like he's the dad. And I was like, what, what, what the hell? Where did this come from? Still made very little sense. I'm going to be honest with right. you. The, he's, he's playing Santa and he has this weird moment with the mom and son where he won't let the boy off his lap and they can't recognize him. And it's just, it's weird. Yeah. Yeah. That, that threw me for a loop. I was like, what the she fuck? saw him <laughs> in the toy store in the beginning of yeah. the film. Right. But yeah. it, right. And then later on, she's like, Oh, I, I didn't. I, yeah, I don't We're going to do a whole episode about part five. Don't worry about it. We'll get back to this. <laughs> we will not it. do that. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Josh, go ahead, man. Oh, so that takes me to uh, my next honorable mention was Red Christmas. And this is the 2014 one, not the 2016 with D. Wallace. This one we covered with uh, Steve Rosinski who made Karis Hell in the last episode. Uh, I highly recommend you listen to that. Um, he actually didn't like this one, but I did. It's a found footage film, but it's not shaky. I hate shaky found footage films. I hate the fake static and, uh, yeah, oh, I got this brand new camcorder, but it keeps shorting out and making static noises. Like, I hate that. This one didn't have that. The psychology behind the character, the main character was absolutely amazing. Um, I think Steve Rosinski did a really good job, as well as the lady who played the character of Tara. What was her name? Amy Wren, uh, I think it was. I just looked it up real quick. Uh, she that It was really awesome because she took a twist at the end, and uh, it was just really messed up. Uh, great psychology in the film. So... Definitely check out the interview for more on that. Highly recommended. So nice. You guys didn't see it, did you? Nope. I apologize it is to you and Steve Rosinski. Somewhere. Now uh, is that streaming on his uh, his uh, service that he was promoting on our podcast? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I actually have that. If you guys want to log in, there's a lot of good stuff there. Um, mm-hmm. Not that you guys are as big fans as I am, but. I'll definitely shoot the login information. It's such a cool site. For those of you that don't know, 
Uh, Steve Wazinski has an OnlyFans. Check the link in the last podcast for that. Uh, it's like 15 bucks for like six months or I forget the other pricing he did, but he's got every movie he's ever made plus all his bonus material up there and tons more stuff. So it's very good. It, there's a lot of good stuff there. Nice. All right. So I'll start off with my last pick. I'm going to roll with uh, the 2015 film Krampus. So uh, like we talked about it before, you know, I watched it, really didn't care for it. So a lot of our followers, they say, hey, give it another shot, you know, check it out. I think that you like it. Like we talked about before, Dave, there's a lot of movies that we kind of go back and watch again and then we kind of end up liking. So I think for this Christmas, I'll watch it with the kids and kind of get back to everybody and let all our followers and everybody that listens to us know what I think about this film because right now it's still kind of like right there that I'm not a fan of it. Not a fan. But I know that you've seen it before, right? And you like it. You like it. You know, I have one request for you, Brandon. What's up? This Christmas, I want you to give it a shot, dude. This Christmas. (laughs) Give it a shot. So, um, yeah, I I, I definitely think you should because – Watching it a, a second time, it gave me a perspective on it that I didn't have the first time. I also did not enjoy it the first time. I was like, you know, what is this garbage? Mm-hmm. Um, but then I watched it again. I, I watched it a little bit lighter, um, kind of thinking of it more as like a horror comedy. And it was better to me that way. And I enjoyed it. And I've, I've watched it like at least two or three more times since then now. But yeah, no, I definitely think you should give it a shot. I think uh, if you don't like it after a second time, then obviously it's just not for you, but. Funny. Oh, oh, wait a minute, Brandon. All right for you to sing on this podcast, but not me. Huh? I sing better than you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the uh, Brandon, you don't really know what you're missing. The look at this from a comedy point of view. And yeah. it's hysterical, dude, with the gingerbread and the yeah. toys and stuff. I mean, if you look at it from that aspect, it's it's highly entertaining. Like when they market it, like when it first came out, it seemed more like a serious film, you know? That's that's so, exactly why I remember like when me and you, like we saw it separately, but I remember us talking about it and the trailer was misleading because they didn't know how they wanted to present this movie. No. Um, and I think that was the problem. It's like, you know, after watching it and knowing what it's about, then it can, you know, not like expect it to be a serious movie or think of it as like something that's going to be scary. It's a horror comedy, just like all the other Krampus movies that Josh loves. Oh, you know what? I was having a Krampus marathon today, actually. Went through Krampus. Uh, I actually, I didn't watch first Krampus. I watched Krampus 2, then Krampus Unleashed. And was it the, the thing with this movie is that Krampus himself was the serious part. Like, when Krampus was there, it was badass, very serious. But then the rest of it with the toys and everything else was the campy shit. So he, I could see where they wanted to make it serious with Krampus, but mm-hmm. they should have... You know, I think the toys and stuff were the lighter undertone to make way for the big, heavy Krampus, you know? So I think I I know what they were going for, but you can't just flip the switch to take it seriously. So, yeah. You know what I would like to see, like, created, like, something being made? Like, why not have, like, a demonic toys and, like, Puppet Master Christmas movie? (gasps) Oh, that would be awesome. You know what? We forgot demonic toys. How come th- that's not on this list? Not a Christmas movie, buddy. What? Not Christmas. It's just a drug deal going bad. <laughs> <laughs> that movie was. But it 
What was, was the one movie. I'm thinking? I love that movie. Wasn't there Demonic Toys versus Dollman? Was that the yeah. Christmas? Yeah. One of them takes place in Christmas. I don't fucking know which one. Maybe it was Puppet Master. Who knows? Elves. Elf. Oh, elves. Ooh. Is, it, is that one of your choices, Dave? So actually, no. Um, but yeah, this that is my choice. But it, I was actually referring to like a newer... Um, un, what's that? Uh, horror line, Uncorked. Is that what it is? Yeah. Oh, okay. They Have you seen that movie, Josh? El, elf. And then they have Elves, the sequel. Uh, well, I watched Elves today. Multiple uh, so streaming somewhere, I forget what you're talking what you're, about. Like the newer movie, not the one that I was gonna talk about from the yeah, movies, the right? newer movie. Yeah, uh, yeah, I know there is a killer elf movie just called Elf, and then there's like a sequel to that. Yeah. Um, then there's Elves, where the elves like take over people. That's the one I watched today. All right, so yeah, so my last pick was Elves. Uh, this is a 1989 movie, stars Dan Haggerty. Um, who's got a face that's definitely recognizable when you see him. Um, this movie is just, it's bonkers. Um, there's like Nazi themes in here and it's just, I don't know. It just really is odd and they are like disgusting looking, but it's, it's definitely campy and enjoyable. I think if you guys, if you like eighties movies, you're looking for something, a holiday theme, this is one to check out. Um, they, <laughs> Have the world's creepiest line from a little brother in a film. Either of you guys seen this and know what the line is? No, I have not seen this. Oh my movie god! Yet. I feel bad for this kid as he got older, um, and he had to like live with the fact that his friends probably have seen this movie. But he's like spying <laughs> on the girl who's supposed to be his sister, his older sister. He's spying on her while she's in the shower, and she chases him and says, "What are you doing?" <laughs> he says, "You got." Oh, I forget how he starts. But he goes, you got big what? old titties or something like that. Uh, yeah, I, I seen this. I seen this. I think I, I think I recorded it when I watched it. I like uh, screen recorded it and sent it to you guys last year or something like that because. Uh, oh, he goes, you have big fucking tits or something. And I'm going like, to tell everybody. I'm going to tell everybody. Oh my god, that poor kid had to like live with that line being his line in the movie. Later, he is a total creep. <laughs> and what were they thinking putting that in the movie i have no idea but um that line just like shows you how ridiculous this movie is um but it's it's fun so i definitely would recommend to people to to check this out is that streaming anywhere yes it is on youtube Ooh. not super great quality um i don't know if it's anywhere else but oh dan fogarty's in that right yep he got the best beard yeah he has a, he does have a sweet beard not as not as nice as mine. <laughs> sure. Sorry, Mister Fogarty. If you say so, Josh. Your your beard's infested with COVID nineteen right now, <laughs> dude. Uh, I will tell you one thing. Uh, I've been having movie marathons. Every time I get up and do something, I gotta lay down for two hours. So, and I, I got, I've watched so many fucking movies because I can't do anything else. Um, and that sucks. Like we had, like we talk in our group chat. Like Josh has been going through having COVID. I've gotten the COVID vaccine from my job because I'm a healthcare worker. And, uh, you know, it took a wrong turn for me the last few days. And then it just made me feel like I had it. So I had let Josh know. I'm like, look, you're the real Jason, COVID Jason. I'm, I'm <laughs> the fake Jason. Royvid. Uh, Royvid <laughs> 19. So you're the winner. You won, Josh. You got the virus. 
I've been chilling at home. I only leave to take the kids to and from school because uh, both kids go 45 minutes away in opposite directions. So I never leave the house except to go to grocery and I got a mask on. There's no one in the grocery. The one time I hang out with my brother, we went to get coffee, took my mask off and I got I got the Rovid. Uh Man, it sucks, but I told you, I'm Josh, blessed. you're not supposed to drink out of the same cup as your brother when you guys go for coffee. Oh, see what happens? Here. <laughs> that douchebag. Uh, Does he get two coffees? <laughs> he he called me up and he was he was like he felt so bad. Uh man, I felt I felt bad for him because he was like, I didn't mean to get you sick. And uh I'm like, because he doesn't go anywhere either. You know, and uh I was like, whatever, dude. And you know, yeah, I'm blessed. No more. Yeah. No, no, not a problem, man. Just cut you out of the will. That's all. <laughs> yeah. Don't come to my house no more. But, uh, you know, I'm lucky that I'm young enough and healthy enough to fight it. I did get it pretty bad. Uh, everyone's different. For me, it's just I can't, like, I can do something. Like, I went out and shoveled because my wife's arm hurt and uh, cleaned off two cars, shoveled uh, them out. And, dude, I was done for the day. That was it, you know. Uh, I was outside for, like, maybe an hour. I didn't even finish shoveling. I just went where the tires were, and I had to go back in. I uh, couldn't finish the rest. So it, it's very humbling. Luckily for me, thank God, uh, there are tons of people dying. So I'm very blessed that I'm not that bad, you know. So Yeah, for sure. Another effect it had on you, Josh, is it made you no longer appreciate so bad it's good movies because you didn't like Silent Night, Deadly Night three through five. So <laughs> clearly, it's ruined your taste of it's movies. Changing. <laughs> I I, I, think... rec- I recommended these with like the intention of like Josh is going to love these, and then you shat on them for three days. So uh, well, you were you you got the so bad, but you're missing the good part. So wow, <laughs> wow. Hey, part five was good. Josh has been lighting your ass up tonight. I know, dude. I was gonna, you know, and I've I've held back tonight. You know, this This motherfucker's sick. I'm gonna let it fly tonight. I was was trying to show show some empathy towards him. You know, when he was talking about his symptoms, I was also gonna say that it's weird how I didn't know that erectile dysfunction was also caused by COVID (laughs) nineteen. But I didn't say that because I was like, you know, I'm taking it easy on him tonight. Shut up! I had it before that. My dick has been working for years. <laughs> uh, it's all right, man. You know, Josh, I'm glad you could have this, you know, this moment to like, you know, kind of feel good about yourself and, and trash me while you're at it. So thanks, Josh. Yeah. Happy you holidays guys, to you. You guys too, got sir. the text, right? Do you know uh, the unanimous? So I sent that text to a bunch of people. The porn name, what would my porn name be? And uh, unanimously. Oh, back to this again. He is better. Oh, God. Unanimously, it was a tie between Thumbs McGee. I think it was Vanilla Light Switch was the other one. Good. So, Vanilla Light Switch going to be my adult film name. Watch out, world. Oh, boy. Oh, man. Well. <laughs> Nothing, huh? <laughs> J- Jackie, oh. just, I, I guess we're just going to trash this episode. <laughs> you just had Thanks for happen. tuning in to the PBD Horror COVID Christmas special. <laughs> COVID Christmas, yes. <laughs> <laughs> No. So, all right, let me just ask you guys, before we wrap up, just take two seconds. Are there any other Christmas horror uh, films that you guys would recommend people check out? Because obviously a lot of them we've covered today, people already knew about. Go ahead. Uh, 
Scrooge with Bill Murray. Yeah. <laughs> that definitely like seemed like a horror film for me growing up. I actually just recorded it because uh, it was on the other night. I didn't watch it yet, but like I was just talking about how I never actually finished it because I actually was kind of scared of it as a kid. <laughs> yeah, man. What about Die Hard? Yeah. No one's ever heard of Die Hard, so great recommendation, Josh. <laughs> <laughs> Clearly didn't get the premise here, what I was going for, but all right. A Christmas Carol. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, there was a bunch of them, like uh, Santa Claus, uh, like Claus. That yep. one was a good one. That was underground film from way back with some horror uh, screen queens, underground screen queens back in the 90s. Uh, that one was pretty good. You can't go wrong with Ginger Dead Man. Gary Busey is the fucking man. I don't care what anybody says. There was, uh, oh, geez, there, there's so many good ones. Man, now I'm drawing a blank. I had so many on my mind. So there's a couple that were pretty good. Uh, Then there's, of course, this year, Krampus uh, versus the Vikings came out, or Pagan Warrior, I think it was. That one was interesting, to say the least. Not exactly the best film, but uh, Krampus looked cool and did some pretty good killing. So I'd recommend that one. Okay. Brandon? I'm all fresh out of Christmas specials. <laughs> all right. Yeah, I just had a couple more that I want to mention. Oh, I thought you said how about? Uh, no, I said bah humbug. <laughs> <laughs> oh, um, I just wanted to throw out. So there's the one called Sleigh Bells uh, that's definitely streaming. It's kind of like these three girls go urban exploring on this like Christmas amusement park, and then shit goes wrong or things happen. So it's interesting to watch. It's kind of like a B movie. Uh, same with All Through the House. Uh, this one is like super gory. I definitely have you guys seen all through the house? I see no. pieces of it. All no. right, yeah, super good kills. Um, I'm not talking about the you know the tales from the crypt thing. It's an actual movie. I think it's on Prime. Uh, check it out. It's you know it's got some messed up kills in it. Um, so I just wanted to like kind of throw those two out. Also, we didn't mention rare exports. And there's a movie called Sint or AKA Saint. It's another foreign Christmas horror. Um, I watched that a long time ago. I remember appreciating that one. Um, and Bloodbeat is another off the walls one that you guys all should check out. So those are just a few I want to mention. But uh, yeah, this has been fun. Uh, thank, well, Brandon and Josh, thank you guys for entertaining me because I had the idea of the Christmas horror and I was glad that you guys were uh, up for this challenge of making an episode out of this. So thank yeah, you. Yeah, man. There's a couple of Bilbs or Bub. Uh ones that he did Christmas related. Oh man, one of them was uh, Santa Claus Horror Story and then Santa Claus Serial Rapist. Some fine films to keep an eye out for. (laughs) Right. So I can tell you guys are big fans. (laughs) Totally. I'm still waiting for the the prequel to Dick Shark. Is that a shark in your pants? Oh, man. All right. <laughs> All right, guys. So um, I guess this is that's it for us. Uh, hope you guys all have a great holiday and hope you enjoyed our attempt at a Christmas special. So uh, this is Dave. This is Joshua. And this is Brandon. Thanks for listening. Stay safe and stay six feet away from everyone and make sure you wear a fucking mask. Wash your hands. 
Wash Don't your hands. Don't forget the happy holidays. It's the season, oh, guys. Happy holidays, happy guys. Holidays. Wash your hands. In your <laughs> ass. And that, yeah. Merry You're Christmas, cool man. For Christmas. <laughs> Peace. Bye. It's history. Sounds good. I did some rambling there. You might have to edit some of that out. I'm sorry. Josh, you fell asleep a few times. Did you know that? Probably. <laughs> <laughs>